0: So the topic of transformation has been on my mind recently, and what I want to point out right off the bat is that transformation is a very, very different beast from progress. Okay, progress happens in a fairly linear fashion. As we know, we go to the weight room, we add five pounds at a time to our bench press, we get a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger each day. We go to the court, we do our ball handling drills, our shooting drills, we get a little bit sharper each day. That's progress. That's necessary. That's important. That's valuable. That's not transformation, okay? What we're talking about is not a linear step-by-step progress. It is exponential, all right? Transformation happens like this. Suddenly, you go to the floor, you go to the court one day, and you are a different player. And you're different if it's true transformation. You're different permanently. So what I want to point out right off the bat is that This transformation is, I can say with a fair degree of certainty, that it's possible for you right now, okay? And the player that you have wanted to transform into for so long is already inside of you. It's a real solid potential within you. So to uh, drive this point home, think back for a moment to the last time you went to the court and suddenly you weren't restricting yourself in any way you weren't overthinking the things that you did on the floor you weren't overthinking your moves or uh, anything that you did you were simply in the moment playing the game spontaneously naturally and aggressively maybe this was just a pickup game maybe it was a real game maybe it was a practice doesn't matter but for whatever reason you were uh, sinking into the rhythm of the game to the point where you didn't have to think about it anymore. The moves that you were making were spontaneous and natural and creative and intuitive. Maybe there were moves that you hadn't even practiced before, they were just coming out of you naturally, the ball was being swung your way, uh, the game seemed to come to you rather than you having to chase it. And. When we play in this way it's very common to wonder like why do I not play this way all the time (laughs) and the thought often occurs to us like oh I can play this way all the time this is the player that I really am which is why it's so frustrating when a moment or an hour or a day later that player that we know we can be just sinks back down below the surface and suddenly we're back to our normal everyday life as a basketball player where we are overthinking and restricting ourselves where we are second-guessing ourselves we're not feeling as confident that we are chasing the game rather than having it come to us and wondering like where did that player go why am I not that natural aggressive player all the time the point I'm making is that the ability to be that player all the time is what we would call transformation transformation means becoming that player Permanently, so that it's it's your default state. You don't slide back into being this lesser version of yourself. No, you are always uh, firing on all cylinders, so to speak. Maybe you've also experienced this in social settings with your friends, where um, one day you're with your friends in, in a circle at school or whatever, and jokes are coming to you naturally. You're not overthinking what you're saying. You're just um, being charismatic and carefree and spontaneous with your friends. You're having a lot more fun. People are more drawn to you. And then a moment, an hour, a day, a week later, you are back to kind of being in your shell, a little bit shy, overthinking the things that you say, um, not quite sure of how to act around people. And you wonder like, where did that carefree version of me go? Why can't I be that all the time? Again, transformation means becoming that version of yourself permanently all the time. And so I'll share a quick story with you that uh, from my own life, my first uh, experience of real transformation, and this will uh, teach the lesson that I'd like to teach today, uh, I think pretty clearly. So I've shared this with a few of our players before, but In my first year of AAU basketball, I was in fifth grade and I was by far, (laughs) undoubtedly, the worst player on the team. By far, I was end of the bench all the time. I would get onto the floor fleetingly and I I always seemed for whatever reason, I would get lucky and I would score two points every single game. I would get my like cherry picking layup. I would get a wide open jump shot. I would just get lucky somehow, some way and I would put it in the hoop once (laughs) and I would get my two points and that would be it. This goes on all season long. I'm getting my two points a game uh, consistently, predictably. um, It's almost like a joke in my mind. I just know I'm going to get two and then I'm going to shut down the rest of the game. Until towards the end of the season, we're playing a team uh, called the Wild Hawks. I still remember. And something miraculous happens. I get my two points really early on. I think one of the first plays of the game. And then a few plays later, I I still remember the move I made. I went like... uh, i went east to west into the lane shot a hook shot i don't know what i was doing shooting hook shots about that back then but i shot a hook shot got fouled and hit the free throw so suddenly i have five points in this game in the first quarter and i am so freaking out in my mind that i immediately put this ceiling over my head so to speak where i'm like that's it five points is enough i'm not going any further and i had like bumped up uh right to the edge of my comfort zone while I went outside of it and then just uh, curled right back up inside that comfort zone immediately I was like I am not scoring again Uh, once again I end the game on the bench Um, I was I went on really like that was my season high I never went beyond that but I always wondered after that day, like, couldn't I have gone further? That was just the first quarter. I could have had seven or nine or 11 or whatever. I, I should have kept going. Why didn't I? What was holding me back from um, pushing it further? The following season after a summer of um, pretty intense work, after going to camps and playing and training every day, I came back and I was um, top three or four players on that on that same AAU team the following season so suddenly I am like butting heads with the alphas on the team I am one of the alphas on the team I'm averaging 10 11 points per game I'm starting I'm on the floor at the end of games I'm have the ball in my hands a lot more often Uh, players are looking to me to be a leader on the team and suddenly I have transformed that is transformation where you literally go from like that's a 5x in my scoring average going from two points end of the bench to one of the best players on the team averaging double figures that's transformation and it's not like i could just regress back to being the worst player on the team no like that that was essentially impossible at that uh level that i had reached i couldn't go back down and so in a sense it was like the old version of me that end of the bench two point per game player had died in a sense symbolically died and i had become a new player that is transformation we have all sorts of analogies for this in society like the caterpillar that goes into its cocoon and becomes a butterfly that is transformation and it's permanent Um, the phoenix rising from the ashes transformation once again and what i'm what i'm pointing out here is that not only is this transformation possible for you but if we can figure out exactly what is holding you back from stepping into that player that you are capable of being right now um, if we can figure out what is holding you back from doing that then you can transform uh, into that player permanently so the question of what is holding you back is not one of like (laughs) the the common solution is just to get really rah-rah and watch motivational videos and pump yourself up and work harder and uh, work harder on your skills and put in more and more and more effort that's not going to do it funny enough like yes do all of that stuff keep on putting in the work keep on making step-by-step progress but if transformation is going to happen then something different is needed and psychologically what we're going to do now is root out exactly um, where you are putting your foot on the brake so to speak okay and what we find is that well the first thing that I'll say is that we have a lot more inside of us than we realize okay we have a lot more inside of us than we realize often this is talked about in a sense of um, we use like five percent of our brain or we are only access five percent of our consciousness things terms like this are thrown around quite often um, <laughs> none of them are validated or verified in my own practice and my own experience I would guess that it's a lot more like 0.01 um, percent that we actually have access to you could kind of round it to zero almost point being what our conscious everyday waking existence is, is far, far less than what's actually inside of us. This is why if you're in high school and you go to you know, a party at somebody's house and suddenly your friends are drinking and you see aspects of their personality coming to the surface because the inhibitions have been ripped off, suddenly one of your friends is really funny and charismatic and you're like, who is this person? Or one of your friends is really aggressive and trying to fight everybody, normally he's not that way. This is because there's more to their personality than meets the eye on an everyday uh, basis, right? There's more to them. We, it goes in the other direction too. We hear stories about mothers like lifting cars off of their babies. And we wonder, you know, where did that come from? Well, again, there's more inside of us than we realize. And so what, in, the, in this analogy, in the realm of transformation, It's sort of like your conscious mind, that 5% that you have access to or that 1% you have access to is saying, yeah, I want the transformation. I want to be that player that I know I can be full speed ahead. Like, let's go pedal to the floor. And then the unconscious parts of you are putting on the brake. They're breaking and the conscious part of you, the, the part of you that you have access to is saying, wait, why am I breaking? Why am I holding myself? No, just go, go, like pedal to the floor. And the unconscious parts of you are breaking, breaking and you, you know, you go forward a little bit and then you stop and then maybe you go back a little bit and then you, <laughs> it's this really painstaking process of like, why am I holding myself back? And The way to realize why you're holding yourself back is to root out these unconscious patterns of breaking, these unconscious parts of you that are um, hitting the brakes, so to speak, and to realize why they are hitting the brakes. And the first thing to realize is that, um, well, first of all, with every transformation that you make, there is going to be an ascension, uh, uh, like rise to the next level in social status. Okay. Historically, and social status, by that I mean like literally when I was on the end of the bench on um, my AAU team in fifth grade, my social status was as the worst player on the team. That wasn't the player I wanted to be, but there was a comfort in that. I didn't have the responsibilities of the top players on the team. I didn't have uh, the best players on the other team gunning for me. I didn't have these like uh, higher pressure situations to contend with. And so I became comfortable on the end of the bench. That elevation in social status to being one of the best players on the team came with a whole lot more responsibility, a whole lot more uh you know pressure to deal with on you know i had the one of the best players on the other team would be guarding me i'd be guarding one of the best players on the other team i'd have the ball in my hands in pressure situations i'd have eyes on me in the gym that i didn't have before this is a rise in social status historically as human beings if we rewind a few thousand years when we're living in tribal society every elevation in social status came with an elevation in danger in danger all right Let's say you go from being one of the beta males in the tribe to now being, you get stronger, more charismatic, you grow uh, you know, physically in size, and suddenly you're one of the alpha males. Well, what does that mean? The other alpha males in the tribe are suddenly going to be looking at you and saying, Like you are a threat to our survival because you might you know, take more of the women, you might take more of the uh, resources, the food and so on and so forth. You're a threat to my status. And so there is a real possibility that as you elevate in social status that there's a threat of death actually, that the other alpha males in the tribe are gonna come and take your life, okay? (laughs) If we look at this evolutionarily speaking, this uh this is baked into our psychology all right through evolution and so we have been conditioned over many 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 years (laughs) thousands of years that if we ascend in social status there's going to be danger there's going to be danger and so those unconscious parts of us that we don't have access to all the time of course they're going to put on the brake of course they're going to put on the brake because Over thousands of years they've been conditioned to say wait, like hold on a second, we don't want to rise in status too much. We don't want to buck the system and get all these people angry with us and have all these eyes on us and have all this pressure and responsibility. Like there's danger there, no, stop, slow down, slow down. That's what's holding you back. It's these unconscious parts of you that once again are hitting the brake and saying, there is danger at that next level, and the truth is, there is danger. Right? It's not—it's not threat of death. You're not going to be killed by your teammates or anything like that. It's not um, what it was thousands of years ago, but there's still danger. Okay, and what we need to realize, really, it's sort of like to use an analogy in a video game when you beat one level and you go up to the next level there's brand new stronger bosses to defeat, there's harder enemies to defeat, there's new unknown tasks and uh, you know new territories to explore, and there's all of this unknown danger to face. And it's almost like, to use another analogy, it's like the more weight you can lift, the more weight you're gonna be expected to lift if you can lift 200 pounds you're not going to go to the weight room and be putting 100 pounds on the bar your training partner is going to be like no let's go like slap some weight on the bar you can do more than this and in the realm of basketball your teammates are going to be doing the same thing so at that next level that you want to get to you want to transform into the player that occupies space at the top of the hierarchy again a rise in social status if you want to do that We need to really come to terms and really identify exactly what we're afraid of here so what might you be afraid of right off the top of your head unconsciously right consciously um these things aren't such a big deal but unconsciously like what why is the uh are the deeper parts of you hitting the brakes well let's explore this a little bit number one at that next level of responsibility you're going to have the ball in your hands a whole lot more there's more danger of embarrassment on the floor there's more danger of like getting uh lit up by the other team's best player who all of a sudden now you have to guard all the time there's more danger of your coach getting angry with you right if you uh make mistakes in a high pressure situation your teammates might get angry with you there's danger of failure at that level like literally suddenly we're um In contention for the top spots for uh, college contracts or college scholarships pro contracts we're in contention to make this basketball dream come true and there's a real risk of failure what if we fail at that we're comfortable on the bench or like being not one of the best players on the team we're comfortable in that role because uh, there's less risk of failure we're already failing so what are we afraid of suddenly if we're at the top of the hierarchy like there's all of this unknown. There's all of this responsibility. And so what, uh, and there's a little bit more to this, but what I'll, the exercise that I'll offer to you is one of basically bringing every, what is unconscious to consciousness. It's bringing what is in, has been in the darkness and the shadows up into the light so we that we can look at it and we can look at it clearly and Um, hopefully in this process, dissolve the fear that has been holding you back and causing you to press the brakes. So the journaling exercise that I will offer to you today is a really, really simple one. And you're just going to ask yourself two questions. The, The first one is, what am I afraid of at my next level of transformation? What am I most afraid of? Or what might I be afraid of? For 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you can write in your book, the things that you might be a little bit nervous about unconsciously okay and, and I, I know consciously you're saying um, no this is totally worth it like full speed ahead I, I totally get that unconsciously acknowledge that there are parts of you that are holding back so what might those unconscious parts of you be afraid of write in your journal for uh, however long it takes until you feel finished okay don't do this for five minutes or ten minutes like really dig in and what you'll find is that um, it takes a little bit of time to really hit your stride in this and so i would give it at least 15 to 20 minutes and if you write for say 20 minutes that last five minutes is going to be where the gold is okay so push yourself to really write um when you're finished ask yourself one more question okay one more question really simple one is it worth it is it worth it in almost all cases if you're serious about this game and doing this work Uh, this work of practicing the deep game at a high level in all cases (laughs) the answer is going to be yes it's going to be a resounding of course of course it's worth it and that simple exercise of bringing what has been in the shadows in your unconscious up into your conscious mind uh, bringing it to the light that transforms it that transforms it from uh, something that you've been afraid of something that you've been nervous about it transforms it into something that you can now be excited about all right and you'll find that the things that you're most excited about uh about your transformation the opportunities that you're going to be afforded as a player who has transformed and, and reached that next level the things that you were nervous about are the exact same things that you'll be excited about you'll be excited about guarding the other team's best player because there's so much growth in that there's so much uh you know opportunity to become better there's excitement about having the ball in your hands at the end of the game and being the player to take the last shot and like having that opportunity for glory, the opportunity to lead your team and be the player that you've always known you can be, the opportunity to play and and put yourself up against the best of the best. It will be uh, (laughs) what you'll find as you do this exercise is that every single thing that you may have been afraid of before, its counterpart is an opportunity to be excited about. And so do this exercise. This isn't one to just like think about or uh, sit there and run it through your mind for a moment and say, oh, yeah, I get it. No, like actually do the exercise and the act of writing it is going of writing it out is going to be uh, extremely, extremely valuable for you. And finally, to to cap this off. In my experience, like in, in my lifetime, there, has been, there have been these very profound pockets of transformation. These moments where um, suddenly things changed and I went like I was here and suddenly I just go here, right? It, exponential um, waves of growth. And at each moment, those episodes of transformation have been marked by something very particular. They've been marked by terror, by terror and I, I don't even mean fear, I mean like full-blown terror, and the reason for this terror, and, and it's so uh, it's so obvious to me now, like when I, I feel one of these episodes of transformation happening, there's actually one happening for me right now uh, in my life where I, I can see the next level very, very clearly, the next level of these teachings, the next level of deep game, the next level that I'm occupying in the world, and it's marked by Again, the same hesitancy and fear and hitting the brakes and saying, whoa, 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 <laughs> are we really ready for this? At every level, it's marked by this, this fear. And if we really dig into it, it's, it's full-blown terror because it marks the death of an old version of us. And <laughs> it really, if you dig into this a lot, and I've like meditated on this really deeply, and there's a, a deep-seated like fear terror of death (laughs) that the old version of us will be no longer that it is completely dying off and giving rise giving birth to this new transformed fully upgraded version of us and the advice that i will give you and what really got me through each of those episodes is simply to embrace the terror the caterpillar goes into its cocoon as though it is a coffin it goes into the cocoon to die and the caterpillar literally dies in its caterpillar form to give birth to the butterfly. And yet the caterpillar goes into the cocoon over and over uh, throughout all the entire history of evolution. It has continued to go into the, that cocoon because its destiny is transformation. And your destiny is transformation as well. Your destiny is to be the player that you know you can be. The player that you're meant to be and so this is my invitation to you to face that terror face those fears that have been hiding under the surface that we haven't even known about (laughs) until we uh, went through this talk and did this exercise that have been unconscious bring what has been in the shadows up into the light to transform it and (laughs) bring your destiny to life because you deserve it you deserve to be that player i know you do if you're doing this work This is real deep hard work and and you deserve every every inch of that transformation that's coming for you okay. So do that exercise please please like sit down dedicate 20 minutes to it and I promise you um, it'll bring some profound realizations uh, for you in your psyche in your transformation and uh, let me know how you do. So I hope this one helped you out and I will see you in the next one. Hey it's Coach Taylor, I hope you enjoyed today's talk and if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is go to deepgame.com or click the link in the description and it'll take you to our free Deep Game Masterclass where you'll actually learn the entire deep game of basketball with all eight laws and all of the fundamentals that you need to know as a high level basketball player. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives and it's completely free. So go to deepgame.com right now or just click the link in the description and